Hello there, weary traveler. Welcome to the inn. Sit, sit, rest your feet. Why, it's a long journey on the road to Tavalon. Have a cup of tea. Or maybe a frothy ale. The light. Why, you're just in time for the entertainment. Here are your hosts, Tracy and Amber. Hi there. So, over the holidays, Road to Tarvalon had the privilege to be a part of the Wada Holiday livestream event that took place to raise money for the Lightweaver Foundation. We did an hour segment taking a look at a few of the festivals celebrated within the Wheel of Time with our good friend Cheyenne Sedai from the Weaves of the Wheel community. Also, special thanks to Rob from Alkir Talks, Andrew from the Black Tower Podcast, and Cheyenne for all their hard work in assembling an all-star cast of YouTubers, podcasters, musicians, and artists to bring you 24 hours of Wheel of Time content. So, let's get to it. Hey everybody, this is Brandon Sanderson, and this should be the What a Holiday YouTube channel. Um, I have been asked to explain a little bit about the Lightweaver Foundation. So a number of years back, um, the books were doing really well for me, and I wanted to start up uh, some charity work. And uh, I got together my company and various people who worked in it, and we said, what would we want to do? Uh, already World Builders Exist, which is kind of a fantasy-themed charity uh, that Pat Roth has started. And it does a lot of good work, and we didn't really want to overlap with that. In fact, a lot of the charity work we've done is just funneled into uh, World Builders because I think it does some excellent work. Um, and it kind of focuses on basic needs uh, around the world for people. And we thought maybe we would focus on another basic need, which is books. Uh, we thought getting books in the hands of people who don't normally have access to them, um, it would be a wonderful thing to do. So we started our charity kind of focused on literacy, um, though a secondary function is we do funnel a lot of mon money toward things like world builders to get those other basic needs. But so far, the sorts of things we've done is we, uh, we went up to the uh, homeless shelter in Salt Lake City and we built them a library. Uh, turned a room into a library, repainted it, and populated it with books. That's the sort of thing that we look to do with the Lightweaver Foundation, which we named based off of one of the uh, magic systems in my books. We thought that was appropriate considering who I am. Uh, and there was already a Radiant Foundation, uh, which was our first choice. Uh, but we really like how Lightweaver has turned out. And so uh, we try to be very upfront with people, what we're doing with the funds that we receive. And it is mostly going to be focused either on literacy, um, getting books in the hands of people who need them, and also basic needs, generally through funneling some money to things like world builders, occasionally maybe child's play and stuff like that to get video games to people who uh, are having some difficulties in life and might really enjoy that. I am a big believer in the idea that some well-written books or some great stories told in various mediums mediums can really change a person's outlook on life and can really help them in some of these darkest times that sometimes hit all of us. So thank you all for your interest in the Lightweaver Foundation and for the charity drive that you all are doing. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody in the chat. Hello. Welcome. Um, I'm Amber, and I'm here with Tracy, and we are from Road to Tarvalin. We do a podcast, and we are also here with Cheyenne. And yeah, I um, I don't know. We we usually don't do live stuff, so this is very new. It's exciting. <laughs> and um, hopefully, I see here that we are with the charity at. 40% right now, which is amazing. That's awesome. So, yeah, we're at 2011 doll hairs. So <laughs> I hope I hope it climbs up a little bit. Um, and today we are talking about holidays within the Wheel of Time books. Mm -hmm. So um, Cheyenne, was there anything that you wanted to add real quick about the charity just right off the bat in case anyone? Um, you know, I hope like if you can, I know that well, this year has been hard and especially like around this time, like Christmas and everything. But if you can, we'd love uh, for you to donate. It really is a good cause. So. Mm -hmm. 
anyway, I hope like you enjoy our segment here. Our segment. So should we go ahead and just kick it off? Yeah, I'm down yeah. for that. Okay. I'm always so. down for just like jumping in and getting started. So yeah. All right. And Let's... I think I think I'm first, right? Yeah. Yeah, That's sure. How, that's how our document set yeah, up. Yeah, we all kind uh, of just picked a holiday and we're going with it. Yeah, and Amber and I picked ones that are in the series itself. And Cheyenne, yours comes from is it is yeah, it from, from Louis Yeah, from Louis Like at some point in the series, I don't have to remember where, but it was named like it is although he we just don't, didn't have like any information about it it was just like a name that popped up that we knew was a holiday and so like we discussed it and we like, i'll show you later how it came about but and we ended up like creating the holiday for a wave i love that i love it i'm really excited to hear more about it so um i'll go ahead and jump in i chose the festival 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 of Birds, um, and this happens on the 18th of Tesham, which is a month. Is that right? Like I don't. It's really like understand. their. It's like yeah, their. It's like month. their winter month. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. I'll tell you what month it is because I have the calendar. Of course you do. <laughs> You're the thank, best. Thank Ro for that. She's the one that made the. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so handy because I'm like I don't know what that means I don't yeah yeah Tashem is from the 22nd of December to the 18th of January like on the waves calendar so yeah winter so time. December yeah 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 perfect perfect timing um so it happens um so these are around this time of year I think yeah. all of them are <laughs> like yeah. winter festivals yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. They go along with it really well. Um, and this is a festival that's primarily observed in Ibu Dar. Like there apparently aren't a lot of places in the Westlands that do celebrate this festival as well. Um, and just based off of like what I've read, it just feels as though the people in Ibu Dar are just ready to party regardless. So this is just another <laughs> one of those reasons. Party to- or a knife fight. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> both. 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 I picked both. Um, <laughs> anyway, so for this holiday, every citizen of the city, men, women, children, they all wear um, like feathered masks and feathered costumes if they can. Um, and if they don't like have a costume like kind of made out of feathers, they have them sewn into like coats or clothes or whatever. It is like one of those things where wealth definitely plays a factor. And I always think that that's really interesting because I mean, in the chapter in Crown of Swords, you have Matt and um, Oliver getting these really fancy masks. And of course they do because they're hanging out with the queen and she's like, here, have something fancy. Um, but they get to do this, but the poorest people in the city, I thought this was really interesting. The poorest people in the city will go around and just pick up feathers from the street that have been like shed by birds coming in out of town and they'll use those. So not as fancy, but still, yeah, they still want to party. They still want to feel a little fancy. Even They if just have like, to what, have pigeon. the use like pigeon street feathers. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I bet you could get all kinds of creative if you wanted to. Um, but it also seems as though like the wealthier people lean towards dressing a bit more um, scandalously. Like there's more of a revealing of the skin and less feathers. Um, which <laughs> So more money equals less feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Just higher quality feathers. Okay. <laughs> fancy bedazzled feathers. Um, But then usually this holiday is spent indoors. um, But in the series that happens when it's unusually hot outside. um, And I pulled this just from Wiki because it says, extravagantly costumed people pose showing off great plumes, crests and long colorful wings inside guild halls and private palaces and homes. 
However, when weather permits, the festivities joyously pour into the streets. Uh, and then they also have like these parades of wagons filled with like people like standing on them or like sets set up on it. I think of like parade floats. Yeah, like I think of like uh, the carnival, like in places like Barranquilla yeah. or Rio de Janeiro. Like, so yes. like it, that festival just really reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. There's actually like later, a little later on, that was one of the things it was like, are there real world examples? And that was one of the things that I pulled up was how they're, they're, they cross over in similar ways. Um, this is another, <laughs> this is another festival of throwing money around at people, which makes me think of Moraine in New Spring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have some money and have some money. Yeah, I I'll just you go to my bank and get that. more, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely um, one of the most charitable figures within the she series, really is, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, she's like, here, I have I have money. Just have that. More um, than a heart of gold. She really does. I love her. Um, so anyway, that I that's just kind of like the brief. It's there's not a lot of information about it. People like to dress like birds and wear minimal clothing and throw around money. <laughs> it sounds like a good time. I'm going to go. Yeah. So Cheyenne, did you want to talk yeah. a little bit about, is it Danshu? Danshu? Yeah, I've never heard it pronounced before, but I would say like Danshu, but I don't know. I've never heard it pronounced. Anyway, so like earlier this year, it was like what, November maybe? I don't know. It was a while ago. Um, like uh, Ro, uh, the mistress of novices, uh, proposed like that we like create like a holiday like Fourways of the Wheel like based on like this names that just popped up like in the season. I don't remember where though. And so in the world building chat, so we just started like brainstorming, and so we came up with like more or less four ideas. Uh, the first one is the first day of winter, which works perfectly with the time of year, like we were saying earlier, like all of them end up being at like, um, like this time of year, like winter. And so mostly celebrated in the northern countries with uh, cold water plunges and like rivers, lakes, uh, log splitting, tree chopping, uh, wood dunking competitions, bonfires. What was it? Dunking? What dunking? competitions. Yeah, like <laughs> no, like cold water plunges. Like <laughs> Is this a, like another funny. new spring throwback? <laughs> <laughs> I had thought of that, but they're <laughs> yeah. thinking like uh, knitting competitions and those kinds of things, like celebrating like the first day of winter. And there was, and even though it's mostly celebrated like in the northern countries, like close, like to where the light used to be and everything, um, in the southern countries it, it could be like a little bit, not as much, but since they don't get like as much snow and those things, but like they could also like celebrate. The second option was uh, like Remembrance Day, and so a couple of like things that people could celebrate that are like telling stories of like answers that are funny, impactful, memorable, anything really. Um, like remembering like uh, heroes like from their cities and towns and like telling like their stories. So Gleeman would have a really good time in the celebration or like other historical figures like the Heroes of the Horn, Arthur Hawkwing and well, the Dragon Reborn. And the uh, third option, this one was really nice and interesting. It's uh, one that the Oak Deer celebrate. Ooh. And it's to symbolize like when they finally started like finding the studies again about longing and the, And so like with like typical Oak Deer things, uh, planting trees, uh, writing, debates, uh, a game of dragons advocates. <laughs> I would really love to see an Oak Deer debate. <laughs> would you live long enough to see the end of it though (laughs) that's the question (laughs) just saying 
I hear they take their time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and like maybe the like this is something we were thinking about that the it could have been celebrated by the Ogier like before like only the Ogier and then after the la- last battle, like with all the Ogier's help like for Taiwan Gaidan, it could have become like more uh, widespread like throughout the world. And yeah, and the last one was like celebrating uh, the end of the last battle, even if the time of year doesn't line up. I think I'm not sure. It's somewhere around May. I'm not sure. I feel like in the fourth age, though, that would have to be one of the bigger holidays, yeah. though, right? Because everybody had, you know, every nation was involved. I mean, there are some of the losers, like the shi- the Shirens, the that kind of like, you know, I don't know what they would do. They are the losers. <laughs> but <laughs> they actively refuse to celebrate this holiday. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I just I'm not doing I'm it. I'm out. <laughs> Jesus. I'm actually thinking about how like Christmas being like the birth of Christ was like put on the date that we celebrate it because it takes over a pagan holiday. Yeah. And yeah. it allowed like an overlap. So like, hey, you you crazy pagans, we'll we'll give this to you. You can have this. Celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a part well, of I mean, us historically now. Historically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't the Christmas tree also kind of isn't wasn't that also Yeah, I think it's like based on the the yeah. log, which is I'm fairly certain pagan related so many holidays are them. though yeah. right I mean they've been around for a minute so I think it's understandable <laughs> yeah <laughs> and most of the ones that didn't involve human sacrifice sounded pretty fun yeah so I mean <laughs> oh my maybe it was fun for people to watch but not to participate in not to participate in no and i'm not finding the anniversary of the last battle anyway no worries no worries and so eventually like uh, after discussing like ideas and brainstorming and everything we settled on the first day of winter idea and uh row added it to the official waves calendar and we actually have a an example of this with the uh, arc that uh, Kahira said I, and I said I, said I wrote with uh, Ashaman Amaki recently. You'll find it on uh, Kahira Naya's and uh, Amaki's accounts. I don't know if Khan has posted it yet. Cheyenne, I'm looking here in the chat and they say that it looks like your background Rand is stabbing you. <laughs> <laughs> God. Merry yeah. Christmas, happy holidays, <laughs> knife to the head. But <laughs> hey, okay, you have to shop for me. I didn't think that at all. I have been kind of distracted by it. I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. Nice choice. Michael Hill's art is amazing. <laughs> no, like the background of like everything like from the computer to my phone uh to the tablet everything right now is uh the rhythm of war cover it's beautiful that's cool all of Was... my stuff has to do with the french revolution like <laughs> <laughs> okay cheyenne was there anything else that you wanted to add in there no not really just like, if you want to, like, see more of, like, the celebration, I'd definitely uh, check out that arc. You'll find it on um, Kahira's account and Amaki's. And then Naya also did. I, so, wanted to, yeah. I wanted to ask you, so within Weaves of the Wheel, within the community, when there is a festival, like, how do you celebrate that, like, yeah. in your gameplay? actually have one next week the festival of lights which i think you're going to talk about yes yes yeah. <laughs> so 
Okay. But well. you have a couple. We had uh, Bell Time that was just about when I joined the community. It's in April. Like during like the middle of the year, we had the Sunday festival a while ago, like in October. We had uh, the Tarvalon Ball. That was really fun. And mm. uh, yeah, Festival of Lights upcoming. The festivals are really fun. It's crazy because it's just like role playing all day. The chats are always active 24 7 because there are people from all over the world. And yeah, that's really fun. Like, even if you don't have a character, you oh. can join and, like, other things. You can take an NPC, uh, choose your own, but you can definitely join. Guys, it looks like we just had another donation. Nice. So, obligatory air horns. Um. <laughs> <laughs> up. Yay. We are now at 41%. Thanks, whoever donated. Sorry to interrupt. Yay! <laughs> Yay! It's a worthwhile interruption. Yeah. I do. I have one. I have one question, Cheyenne, because so often it seems like clothing is a thing. Is is there like special garb that goes along? Well, I don't. We haven't thought of that like much, other than like changing like, to winter clothes and like furs and like everything like, to be like warm. It was okay. funny because like. In the arc, like Amaki uh, played like a sea folk, so she was complaining about the cold. <laughs> no, people just seemed to ignore it. That it was freezing for her up, all of the way up there in um, Shainar, so it's funny. Yeah. Like okay, cool. Winter clothing and everything. Not I was anything just special as far as. So shall I shall I talk about this this little feast of lights? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this one's absolutely crazy and ridiculous, <laughs> but that's why I chose it. <laughs> but throughout all of the nations within the Wheel of Time, everyone celebrates the feast of lights. And it's taking place during the winter time and and Kyrian is where they have the most crazy celebrations, but it spans for two days, which is on one day, one day it's on a winter solstice. And then the other day, the next day is on the last day of the year. So hmm. the last day is actually more focused on charitable causes. And that's one reason why I chose it. Hello. Um, <laughs> but um, so during the Festival of Lights, they cover all of their homes and surfaces and windows with candles everywhere and lanterns everywhere. So you just get this beautiful imagery of, you know, coming into even just a little town and it being completely lit up. And so the big difference between the Kyrianen and how the, the rest of the world does it is in Kyrian, they get loose. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they yeah. get crazy. So I mean, it's just like pure debauchery. Um, basically, they kind of just ignore all social barriers at this point, and all of the men and the women are topless <laughs> in the streets partying. Um, you know, like everyone's sweating and covered in sticky and like spilled wine. And this is just in Kyrian that it gets so crazy. But um, it is mentioned somewhere that the common women, so people that, you know, aren't nobility, they, they don't wear anything from the waist up with maybe the exception of their hair covering their chest. <laughs> <laughs> but the nobles will actually like pile their hair up high in a tower of curls. So I'm getting like a very like Marie Antoinette vibe, yeah. but topless. Imagine arriving in Korean and have, having like no idea, like no idea it was going to be that there. Or whatever. <laughs> because sometimes you lose track of time and then just see this and it's like, whoa. What right, just, just wandering out into the street one day and you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, but like, do you partake or not? I mean, if you're not Kyrie and I feel like they might, they might not feel comfortable with it, but I mean, the Kyrie and they get, they get crazy. So, um, another thing that they do is women can go up to any man of their choosing and just kiss them. And men can go up to any woman of their choosing and kiss them, which, <laughs> okay, why not? Um, <laughs> Robert Jordan, I would love to know like where he just came up with these ideas, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, definitely, you know, no shortage of interesting ideas here. Mm -hmm. So, um, I do think that it is interesting that the first day is this, you know, crazy party. And then the next day they're kind of like, okay, and now we give to those who are in need. So it's kind of like, <laughs> all right. Um, so even something that I thought that was interesting though, is when Perrin is walking through the crowd during the Feast of Lights, he he thinks to himself the women's circle in Emmonsfield would have a screaming fit and the village council would have swallowed their tongues in apoplexy. <laughs> so like Perrin is shocked and you know like Perrin is just kind of like the good boy. Like he's, you know, very... It's Perrin. <laughs> yeah, it's Perrin. So I can just imagine at this point he's fighting with Bear, um, with Berlaine and Fail because you know they're at each other's throats and Perrin is just like walking down the street and some woman like grabs him and kisses him and he's just like what the hell is going on here <laughs> so oh, yeah. be so confused <laughs> well and another thing that I thought was funny is that in Kyrian they have the topless towers like those that's the name of some of the towers yeah. there and then they celebrate this festival where they're all topless. <laughs> and so I was like, is that like somehow like a nod to the topless towers or what? But yeah, the Feast of Lights is just, I don't know, it's just a cool, a cool Crazy. holiday that Robert Jordan included. I mean, it's just totally random, but I like it. So mm -hmm. yeah. And that's, I mean, that's about pretty much like the gist of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. I just lost my document. Which happens. The Korean inversion of spring break. <laughs> <laughs> I can't exactly the like Do I need year. more air horns? Like pew 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see it. I see in the chat. Uh, Brother Dan says can't file for divorce in Germany for infidelity during festival. <laughs> right? Okay. <clears throat> Delusions of Grendel. I'm not going to repeat what you're saying, but I'm laughing and I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, I just saw that. Oh, <laughs> Tracy, did you were you able to get the document back up? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, no, it's okay. So then, like the next thing that that we had in our like outline is, yes. what did you find interesting about like the the holiday that we chose, and why did we choose it? Um, and I think for me, it's, it's more how the festival of birds is attached to like two of my favorite characters being Matt and Brigida, um, and just the way that their dialogue evolves and how Matt like basically has his mind blown by the fact that he is friends with a woman in a companionable way, the way that he would be with another soldier. And so I think it's more like that attachment to it that I like, but I also really appreciate the costumes. Um, and I didn't type it out, but I did mark out in Crown of Swords. 
I feel uh, like Brigida is probably like the secretly like hottest character in the Wheel of Time, and we just you are know you sure like it's secret. <laughs> well, really like secret? They, I mean, I think it's always just like oh her long braid, and they never really go into like how how she looks all the way. But you get mm. like the you get the imagery of the braid. But I love like during Val and Luca's show how oh, she's in God. her outfit and she's like doing a little shimmy, like look at me, boys. Check this <laughs> out. A little and, bit of bosom for y'all. Yeah, and Elaine being the proper woman she is is like <laughs> horrified. <laughs> and Nynaeve too, who's like constantly Nynaeve. trying to like wrap her shawl around herself. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. It was Nynaeve. I think I think Elaine actually liked yeah, her like this hard. Yeah. <laughs> She was wearing the little trouser set like, with the little coat. With like the nice leotard. Like, what are you doing, Elaine? Sequin white outfits. Yeah. Just not sure how I feel about it. Um, but anyway, in the book, it says, it's talking about what Brigitte is wearing. It says, Brigitte's was a spray of yellow and red with a crest of plumes. Her golden hair hung loose with feathers tied all down its length. And she wore a dress with a wide yellow belt, diaphanous beneath more red and yellow feathers. It did not reveal nearly as much as Russell's, yet it seemed about to it seemed about to every time she moved. He had never thought of her wearing a dress like other women. Sometimes it's fun to be looked at, she said, poking him in the ribs when he commented. Her grin would have done for Nelson saying how much fun it was to pinch serving girls. <laughs> so Brigitte is like, I'm super fine. And Matt's like, you are. And I still make you my drinking buddy. Okay. It's so good I, camaraderie. That, yeah, like I really like that. I just don't know if we get enough good Matt Brigida moments. They make such a fun combination. So agree. Yeah. yeah. Wholeheartedly yep. agree. So that's why I picked it. I just like have like a an attachment to the characters around the festival, I think. No, no, I yeah, I picked my like so I want to talk a little bit like about weeds and how things uh, work over there, but it, like if it's like about the story, that I really think that, uh, especially what Amaki did with the arc and seeing the perspective of somebody who lives all the way south, like in the Randland, <laughs> the Westlands, however you want to call it, uh, like as a sea folk, like going to such a different environment with snow and like uh, Shainara and traditions and all those things. I thought that was really, really interesting. And her poetic style of writing just makes it even better. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's cool. <laughs> Rob, why won't you read out Delusion's comment about... <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm just not going to say it. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> huh. hmm. Should I should I go ahead and talk about why uh I picked my festival, you know, besides all the topless ladies? <laughs> <laughs> nope, reason enough, done. We get it. <laughs> so um okay, so like not only I like this idea of the societal norms kind of being turned on its head. And then they couple it with the charity aspect. But I kind of like the implications of what it means for the people of Kyrian because they are so formal and restrained and they love their structure and control. And I mean, even their city planning is done to a T. So it's all like perfect city blocks and no hills or anything. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, it's just, it says something about, it says something about, like, this nation that they, they have to feel like they need this one day to, like, really let loose. And, you know, like, like, what, what is the deal? What is the deal? What does it say about them as a people? So I also think it's really interesting how it's introduced into the story because 
what's happening when we get the scene of the, the um of the festival is we're in uh lord of chaos and okay. rand has gone missing and oh, Perrin is like going everywhere trying to find, you know, like, hey, where's Rand? Hey, have you seen Rand? And everyone is too wasted or too busy dancing that they just like, we don't know, man. Don't like, we don't care. Go away. <laughs> yeah. But hey, so <laughs> proper timing for the, I said, I mean, I bet they did that on purpose so that it would take longer. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. I mean, for one, it's okay like despite on how much crap i say about elida for being delusional if this ha was part of her plan then it actually shows some real competency <laughs> from elida so i think we it was don't get that a lot <laughs> i think it was just a coincidence <laughs> or could have been You're refusing to believe. I don't think she gets a I don't know if it was a lighter, but it could have been one of the other. I said I like Galena. Or that's whatever. true. Yeah, she, that's true. She's the type of person who would have thought of this. But Elida is kind of, you know, she's a noble, so she would also true. know about these things. But mm -hmm. regardless, um, it's also a way that Robert Jordan, you know, he needed a reason. He needs something to give us a reason why no one is worried about why, you know, the Lord Dragon just vanished out of nowhere. So like, it, he had to insert that. And so we get this like absolute yeah. unit of a party going on, drunken women trying to tongue kiss Perrin and Perrin like wolf <laughs> growling at a half naked woman. I mean, what's not to love, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like again, well, Robert Jordan with his building of cultures and all these tiny details that other people would overlook. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking also, like in that particular moment, isn't there something to do with like how, <clears throat> excuse me, Rand will just like kind of go back and forth between like where he, like in Kyrie to Camelon, and so they also like were able to use that. So there was a there are actually a lot of things kind of working in that that made it. More it makes arduous. it, yeah, it makes a good argument. Like, was it just a coincidence that the Aes Sedai, mm -hmm. like, kind of got lucky here? Or was there actually someone who had helped plan this in a way that made it yeah. a little bit, you know, was there any more successful? Aes Sedai in that group? I don't mm, know. Good question. I don't remember. No, that would, I guess that would be good. I do sleuthing. know that they were like uh, very focused on like channeling every day inside the house that they were staying in at like full strength so that when they like actually kidnapped him and brought him back to the house, they could continue doing that. And it wouldn't like when there weren't any alarm bells. bells. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause they'd just been doing it for like however many weeks they'd been there. So there's definitely like a thoughtful approach to it. So it is possible mm -hmm. whether or not Elena was behind it though. I yeah, don't know if I'm behind that. <laughs> because I have the feeling of might have been uh, Galena. I mean, she's pretty yep. smart. Yeah, yeah. She she's leading that mission. So cookie. Makes sense. She's also horrendous. Yep. <laughs> and she's also a terrible person. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't mind what happens to her. Not and at all. Tracy, um, so I know from your festival from the fest festival of the birds that it was possibly inspired by carnival oh yeah yeah um it's in like the wiki uh yeah, fandom page it attaches it to carnival but carnival in venice which actually kind of surprised me because like the only connection that i could really see was on the canals of the city and the fact that like people dressed up and wore masks. But when I was like kind of looking through it, what I found and thought was more in line was like what um, Cheyenne had said. Um, yeah. that... oh. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> Me no, I think I know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, oh. like the festivals like in like Rio Janeiro, like all the South American ones, there are 
a lot of carnivals here uh, in yeah. Barranquilla, in uh, Pasto with a festival that's called Blancos y Negros. And I'm blanking out on the others, but there are a lot of them here. I think we're all yeah. in respect of countries that have crazy carnival, you know, that's like the US has Mardi Gras, Cheyenne has carnival. And here, I mean, they have carnival, but it's called different things. Like it's called fashing where I'm from. So you have like people dressed as witches, but on like party floats with like EDM music playing. And then they're passing out schnapps and throwing candy at kids mm -hmm. and dumping like buckets of confetti over people's heads. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Why not? Right. <laughs> Why not? I go. That sounds like fun. But I, I think the Festival of Lights is probably more in line with like Mardi Gras in the US. Yeah, and like the lights of like lighting all the candles also reminds me a little bit of like what we do here. Like that was like that was like last Tuesday. Yeah, uh, well for there the it's immaculate like conception that they like lights like all the candles and night before and it's called La Noche Las Belitas. Yeah, and then there's Hanukkah, which is you know, had okay. just started. And Diwali, which is, I believe, a Hindu mm, festival yeah, yeah. where they light um, candles and whatnot. But and fireworks and everything, yeah. Yeah, I think it, I Again, think it's oh Robert Jordan and his cultures. Yeah, yeah, really it's crazy. I mean, I think um, I feel like mine and uh, the fe the feast of lights is similar to carnival in a way because I feel like the people in Kyrian like they're so pent up with their formalities and maybe possibly sexually you know repressed <laughs> so they need like that one day where it's like a purge you know where they're like we just gotta let loose for one just day yeah but I it mean make me think of, it makes me think of the borderlanders in some ways like how mm -hmm. they seem kind of like a a more reserved yeah. group of people. And yet, like when they have the celebrations, everybody's like dressed in really bright clothing or. Um, Interesting. Uh, I haven't theirs about are that. also, theirs also seem a bit more potentially violent than the <laughs> space of does. So there's that. Um but I do think that it's interesting how many of the, the cultures have like that reserved aspect to it, you know, and then like all they need is like this one or two days of letting loose that love and it's everyone's recharged and ready for the year. Well, yeah, that's I mean, I mean, carnival comes before Lent because in Christianity during Lent, you give up your meat or alcohol or sweets or whatever. So then you mm -hmm. need that one big day to like get it all in before you can't, you know, and overindulge. It's true. What does it's that true. say for our, our poor Moraine? Is she mm -hmm. she's so tightly wound, do you think? It's bred into her. She's Kyrian. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but maybe that explains like why she was so adamant of not wanting to do the mouse prank on Elida. Like, no, mm -hmm. it's not proper. Maybe I, I do feel like she she does need some control and that's like her whole journey with like trying to get these kids out of Emmons Field and this poor woman though if she likes control that was the wrong job because it was like herding kittens <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Parent and Matt certainly did not make it easy on her and no not really at all how much either Nope. Uh, Marine. Yeah. Um, I think, was there anything else that we wanted to say about the holidays that we've got up before we go yeah. on to like the last couple of things that we wanted to Looking all over that uh, chat. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I was looking at that too. Field, but the no braids is candle. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Cheyenne is in Lauren. I mean, not exactly from uh, England's field, but a lot uh so lots of pickpockets <laughs> oh yeah that's a good point can you imagine going to any of these festivals and just getting well 
at least in mine, you still are wearing pants. So you do have pockets to pick, <laughs> but <laughs> like, do they wear a fanny pack? Like, what do they do? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think there's a part in that chapter where Brigitte's wearing that outfit where they get into a fight and that's like, I have no idea where she was hiding that dagger or whatever. She had was. knives right. hidden somehow oh, in this yeah. like scandalous little that. outfit. Where did those come from? Yeah. How did she have those hidden anywhere? How was that even possible? Yeah. (laughs) I wonder the same thing. Where do you hide that? I don't feel like that. But hey, it's Regina. Don't underestimate her. (laughs) No. Hands down. I I think we picked Usquai as our raffle word just because I feel like out of all of the characters within the Wheel of Time, if I'm going to drink Usquai and I had to pick someone, Brigitte's my girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. hands down, 100%. Yeah, speaking of picking someone, are we going to choose someone from the chat? How much time do we have? Oh, that's let's, a good question. Yeah, let's give um, a couple minutes or so. And everyone in the chat, if you haven't already, type in... Usquai, not Boosquai. <laughs> Brother Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, type that in and our raffle bot will pick someone here in a yeah, couple minutes. Someone if, Rob, if Rob is still alive right now, I hope he is. I think he's been up for close to 24 yeah, hours. I don't know how he's doing that. <laughs> Good lord. Oof. Poor guy. I don't know how he's doing it, Rob. Yeah, Rob. You are you wear many hats, my friend. Truth. And accomplish many things. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty awesome how everything came together. hmm Yeah. Well, and I mean, it seems as though everybody worked so well on like directing this and giving it like the right people to kind of lead it along and, and make it run real smoothly. So well done to everybody for mm-hmm. like coming up with the idea and then executing the idea. Cause that can be really hard to do. Very difficult. I had the chance to kind of off and on watch today. Obviously I stayed up pretty late last night watching <laughs> and then got maybe four and a half hours of sleep and I watched Andrew this morning and that he was serenading everyone. That was pretty great. Um, Podcast of the Dragon was really fun too. That was a yeah, fun one. Yeah, I missed a lot of those early morning slots. The anyway, Mad Libs, uh, I was crying. Oh my I was crying God. at the Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, congrats to definitely not Odin for winning the entry uh, for the giveaway. Cool. Ooh, I don't see it. Okay, definitely not Odin has won. Congrats, definitely not Odin. If you're definitely not Odin, then who are you? I was Loki? just thinking that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're Odin and you're real bad at subterfuge. Like, <laughs> definitely not that guy. I'm totally that guy. Could be. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Okay, I see Pips in the chat. Hmm. Um, who wants to pick Tracy or Cheyenne? I'm not going to pick. All right. It's up to Cheyenne then. Cheyenne, you get to pick. You can do this. Do you want to just surprise us and type it into the chat? Is that how that works? Yeah, just, uh, looking through seeing like who has been pretty active. There's a lot of people. <sighs> it's difficult. Uh-huh. Yeah. There are so many people. I've seen uh, Master of the Deck, Delusions of Grendel. Uh, Peter showed up. David Skaliski says, um, I'll yeah. pick. Do you want to delegate? Yeah, do you uh, want to delegate? Let's just delegate. Uh, let's let somebody Dan. else pick for it. <laughs> Someone's volunteered. <laughs> How about, should I just pick one randomly and go? Do it. Do it. Yeah. I'm going with Shelby McVeigh. 
because she said if I'm drinking with someone in Wheel of Time, it's Bale Doman, and the way he talks just makes me want to giggle. <laughs> oh my God, speaking of Ileana accents, you don't know how many arguments we've had over that in Wheel to the point where Jason dueled Roe. <laughs> it, it, was, it, it was crazy. Doobie, doobie, doo. <laughs> You I do be singing my song. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else, but if you ever see, like, in real life, uh, someone write, like, something do be this way, and I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. unintentional Baildoman has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> God, I got momentarily distracted by my dog. It's very windy outside, and he's freaking out. So he's, like, under my feet. We are still at 41% for the charity. We've got about 10 minutes left um, before the next group comes on. And I want to look and see because I checked to see who came on before mm-hmm. us, but not after us. So that Ooh, might yeah. be important to announce. Oh, nice. Uh, DT is uh, running uh, trivia after the stream is over. Ooh, okay, trivia. And that's, is that with A Hero's Journey? I think so. Hmm. Congrats, Shelby, for winning. Mm-hmm. Brother Dan, you're Definitely killing me. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> People... Oh, the chat is always. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm having a hard time gold. talking to anyone because I just want to read what everyone's writing. <clears throat> I've had to kind of like keep it off to the side, or I'll just get distracted. I mean, I wasn't even doing anything, and I lost a document. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> can't do two so- things at once these days. It feels like. Okay, I have a good question. Oh yeah, I love good questions. Within the wheel of time, who is Scrooge? <laughs> Who's the biggest Scrooge? <laughs> Naive. No. Okay, no. like no, early, like early, early naive. Early naive. Yeah, like super um, tight-fisted and kind of grumpy about everything and kicking her skirts all the time and pulling <laughs> her braid. Seems a bit Scroogey to me. Like she's good-hearted. We mm-hmm. know that she is, so she's not like evil, evil, but like. I immediately think of like who's like really got a, a hold of that money bag. And for me, it's my name. Just- Brother Dan says we are 50 viewers. We need a donation now. <laughs> <laughs> Ma says Elida is the Scrooge. Send Bowie is Ooh. definitely a Scrooge. <laughs> Send Bowie. Uh, I was thinking of Catswain. <laughs> Catswain is such a good choice. <laughs> What, uh, I, like I think Cat Swain is just over everyone's shit. Wanted, but Elida, um, I don't know. I, Elida, Elida just good. needs a friend. I mean, right? Elida uh, just needs a friend. Does she? Because does she, doesn't Maidani like try to go and like rekindle their pillow friend thing and Elida just like treats her like garbage? Oh, so yeah. she was holding she's... out for Moraine and Moraine snuffed her. So. <laughs> Um, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. If Moraine and I can't be friends, I'm just going to be friends tear with apart no one. Tower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to depose I, her bestie. I Fuck love you that. Guys. Oh. I love the first interaction in New Spring where um, Elida is like up on her horse and crosses paths with Moraine. And Moraine is like, God, her outfit is so tacky. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't she say something like the shade of red would have like been too much even for a tinker or something? Yeah. yeah. Like, just like... <laughs> Can you imagine Elida walking by on her horse and Moraine's like, <laughs> don't see me. This is my magical disappearing trick. <laughs> <laughs> this is my secret weave. <laughs> And it's perfect. <laughs> it's peekaboo meringue. You can't mm-hmm. see it. 
Okay, next question. Who is the character that you would most likely want to go to a festival and party with? You know what? I thought I thought I had an answer for this because I think Brigitte would be really fun. Like she'd watch your back and she's definitely like got that party girl vibe, especially in like the Feast of Birds. But that almost seems too easy to pick her, you know? <laughs> Also, uh, that was my first thought. Cad Swain isn't the She likes Christmas with just people. She's <laughs> sick of <laughs> <laughs> water and shade. <laughs> I know. I want to party with Elaine after she's used the crimson rod. <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> Elaine post red rod. <laughs> well, she won't Elaine, remember no, it. Brigida, so. Max, Tomani. But I'll know. Ooh, Talmanas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talmanas and Niram together. What a wonderful world. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we hoped it could be. Oh, Kavara. Yeah. Not Ooh. so much Wheel of Time, but Veil from the Stormlight Archive. I just that scene I read a couple of days ago just reminded me of this. Mm. Who else? I'm seeing a lot of Brigida and Matt. Yeah, and Matt. I want to go gambling with Matt. Who doesn't, right? Who doesn't like I, to I win? Say they're like the undeniable duo. <laughs> Party with the, of, the band of Red Hand. Ooh, yeah, no, just the entire Modred. band. Why Demondred? Please explain. Why Demondred? Demondred? <laughs> who said that? Who, who says that? Modern Shane. Why, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Low spread from Starlight. Yeah, Party with him is him just sitting there with a glass of wine, being like, "I could have been the dragon. It could have been me." <laughs> That's his party night. No, Demon would be like, "Loose Theron." <laughs> yes, I, I really like the suggestion. By definitely not out and loyal, because we'd both be sitting in the corner nerding about books. Relatable. I- I feel similar I about that. that. Yeah. I love that. Yep. That's, yeah, that's that's my type of party, sitting around with a book. Yep, same. In an O-gear. I mean, why not? The greens. Team Andred is a hell of a wingman. Okay. From, Please explain uh, yourself. <laughs> uh, Gaul. Gaul. Uh, from the wheel, uh, I would say uh, Joram. My God, if the White Tower Ball was so funny because of him. Uh, Heinz is also pretty good pick from Leeds. Mm. Who, who would get in the most trouble at a festival? Matt. Matt. No, he's too lucky Joram. for that. Joram, okay. But he- He'll still find trouble just because he'll get out of it. Doesn't mean it won't find him. <laughs> exactly. Ravian is pretty yeah. awesome yeah. too. Yeah, and from we've definitely joined that um, White Tower Ball. He was suggesting that Jayan uh, open a gateway to bring a troll, a dead dog, back into the middle of the White Tower. Is that like a like, like a Matt's badger moment? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, basically they put them in troll, and I was like, no, Jory. And I was, hey, dude, you know what would be funny? That's where the <laughs> like you'll see it on the Wheel YouTube channel. But that's that event is from where the Ghostbusters. It's to the Ghostbusters music. The troll hunters uh, video comes from. If you've seen that, you'll know what I mean. I haven't. It's on the Wizard of the Wheel channel. I really like that video because of uh, that. I really like the Trolloc introduction. Um, Yeah, obviously, like me and Tracy just finished reading New Spring. So, so many thoughts are coming to mind. But there's a moment where Lan and Moraine are going into a city in the borderlands and they're like oh they're celebrating bell time this is so wonderful and then there's like spiked <laughs> trollic heads like lighting the path and they're like oh yep. bell time in the borderlands you know just trollic heads on spikes 
it seems so natural somehow. Like I was reading over it, like do 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 do. Okay, childhoods. That oh, that makes sense. Guys, I think we're coming down yeah, to the last minute. So I oh, just wanna, okay, cool. I just want to thank everybody in the chat. You guys are hilarious and so yeah. much fun. And everyone that's donated. Um, yeah. yeah, we're we at, at 41% right now, which is amazing. We've already raised $2,097. So thank you, Matthew. everyone who's gave a little, who's given a, given a lot. And it's so appreciated. <laughs> and it's a really great cause. And we're super happy to be a part of everything. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And party with Rayo. So just uh, goodbye to everyone. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Enjoy your December. So happy holidays. Happy holidays. So there you have it. We hope you enjoyed our chat on festivals, and we encourage our listeners to check out the Malkier Talks YouTube channel if you would like to see the video of our segment. And while you're there, check out some of the other content creators that took part in the event. And until next time, thanks for joining us on the road to Tarvalin.